I told you Gary Vaynerchuk said it, that if you go to any nursing home and ask about their regrets, it will give you chills. It's definitely the truth. It's 100% the truth. I have so many things in life that I regret, so many opportunities that I miss that I got to make more than one part to this. It's going to have to be more than one. I almost made pain part two, but I'm going to save that. I got some other stuff. Um, every day, every day is some shit going on. And I'm like, I can make a fucking entire series out of this. So there will never be a shortage of content. And not that I need to make up anything. Not that I need to victimize myself. And not that I need to, to put any unnecessary information out there so I can have an episode. But more so because I'm going through it. You're going through it. We're all going through it. Everybody's going through it. But these are my struggles. I, there's a couple episodes where I emphasize, like, just the fact that, you know, oh, well, I'm not this uh, super positive guy. I, I, I still have issues. I mean, I, I, that's not coming from a place of insecurity. It's not coming from a place of, you know, I, I want people to think I'm crazy either. It's just I, I don't want to break that state of relation. There's a mentor who I use a lot of his lingo, love him to death. And when you inbox me, I'll tell you who I who I listen to a lot when I'm struggling. But, <clears throat> you know, I, he posted something when he fucked up big time. I mean, it's a guy who motivates the shit out of me. And he posted something about what he did. And I was like, wow, it really made me look at him and say, I guess we aren't so different. Because the people who are doing better than us, <clears throat> the people who are having an easier time adhering to their principles. We seem to look at them like they're sages sometimes. We look at them like they're so much better than us. And really, it's just a matter of the day-to-day. It's a matter of taking these things that we're talking about, that we're telling you, and applying them. No matter how you feel. When you're sad. When you feel like you're about to explode. So you're telling me that you get so fucking angry, you black out? Get your fucking life together. Are you telling me that you get so angry that you destroy relationships around you? My nigga, get your fucking head out of your ass, then get your life together. <clears throat> it makes no sense. We should be making better decisions than this. So it's not as extreme, but <laughs> when I was in high school, I wish that... um. I wish I would have shot my shot my shot. There's a girl named Asia Washington. And if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, I'm embarrassed. So <laughs> to me, she was just fucking beautiful. She was like just fucking beautiful to me. And she was in the cool crowd. I was not. Not at the time, at least. And um, <laughs> I really wanted to talk to her. I used to just sit there and fantasize about what dating her would be like. Uh, maybe even our first kiss but I just didn't have the balls to go and get rejected because there's no way especially with the way shit was there that I had a chance you know um, because even the bare essentials for me were considered you know uh, lavish so obviously like I told you that we were homeless at one point didn't have many pairs of clothes I remember in 8th grade I only had 2 pairs I remember one of them was like uh, a pair of jeans and a pair of like some 
But I remember I used to have to cross my legs so the jeans didn't flood because they were too small for me. Then I remember like I had four at one time and then I would steal some of my brother's clothes. So I would have like a five week, five day rotation. He used to get so pissed off at that, which was crazy because, you know, I wish I would have said something. I wish I would have been like, hey, how come? He was a great A student too, stud athlete. My brother was a shit. But, you know, he, he, they took him to Express and got him a ton of new clothes and I didn't get shit. You know, me and Jason get shit, my, my younger brother. And I always wondered, like, it was just always strange to me. So, yeah, I wish I would have, I wish I would have said something because I, I, I didn't really have confidence, which will be an episode of its own. But, you know, I just didn't really know what to say. I was never taught, I was never coached on girls. I never had that father-son talk, you know. And I look back and there's a lot of people that I could have impacted their lives and they could have gave me wisdom on shit. And I just never had the confidence to go up and talk to them and at least get rejected. But I wish I was able to just go more. Because I didn't have that, that I wasn't a trigger puller till later. And I remember, you know, when I finally started pulling the trigger on every decision I decided to make, I was like, what the fuck? I'm getting results. Like, what the fuck? I missed that opportunity, though. And if she has kids now and is doing good, and that's great. I, I don't still sit there and wish that, like, you know, in, in this moment of thinking about things that I regret, in high school, I regret that. Now I'm not, obviously not thinking about that. That was years ago. Um, another thing, too, I wish I would have started school a little bit sooner. You know, I never knew I was smart. And if you know me, I've said that, that, you know, when we're talking about school and stuff, because I'm about to start getting my PhD, um, or about to start my PhD research, I'm sorry. And I remember, I don't remember what made me go, actually my fraternity like sent, mailed something out to the community. And it was like join Alpha Phi Omega at Parkland College. And so um, I said, I'm gonna go check out this thing. It seems kind of cool. Okay, well you have to be a student, okay. Took my assessment. Did terrible, like I thought I would. But I was still in. They said, you're in. I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> you guys are going to pay for me to go here? Yeah. And you get some refund money. Like, that was the coolest shit in the world. And then I figured out I was smart. I was like, okay, well, these classes are interesting. I'm with all these other people my age or a little older. And, you know, I was smart. I was. I couldn't believe it. Nobody ever told me. Nobody ever helped me with school. I did terrible in high school. I, and I, that's another thing. I regret following the trend in high school. The trend was you fail, we all laugh until everybody starts taking it serious. Then I'm the only one laughing. Everybody's like, hey, man, it's senior year. It's time to go to college. And we're like, what the fuck? Then a couple years later, some of those people you were laughing with are either dead. <clears throat> they're <clears throat> working shit jobs and have kids. Or the other ones are, you know, the ones that turned it around. <clears throat> and they went to Brown. They went to, you know, HBCUs. Or is that what is that what it is? Historical black colleges? Whatever. And then you don't get it together till later. Because I still fucked around. I regret just not giving a fuck. Because now I'm, now I'm at college to see the girls. Now I'm just kind of hanging out, not focusing on my program, not having a plan not having the, the bigger thing in mind. I remember, I remember before I even went to uh, Parkland, I wanted to go to the U of I 
no way that was happening, but it was a dream of mine. And I just regret not being logical. And it was just, I wanted to be a part of something great, something bigger than myself. Because I never really had a family to belong to that really gave a fuck, that I was really proud of, that I really felt like I was a part of. That's where it came from. Same thing with the fraternity. I love Alpha Phi Omega. It's the biggest fraternity in the world, but I didn't even get that experience from it. There's a couple that I still fuck with to this day. I love wearing the clothes. I love what it stands for and all that. But I love the frat movement because it's family, that you're creating family. That's why I have so many friends. That's why I've been so social is because I've always wanted to build my own circle of people that I could just care for. And it comes from being raised in fucking shit environments, which I wish I didn't have to be raised in. With shitty parents. I love you, mom, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, and I'll never forget the day I graduated. That's one day I don't regret. And I felt so good. I felt like I felt like I was on top of the world, man. I, I just I couldn't I remember I kept looking around. I'm like, this day is for me, man. I'm I'm in the they're talking about us. It was great. That Eastern is my alma mater. That's my home. It was really cool. Know a couple people up there, but like shit. That's home, you know? Another thing I regret is not standing up for myself. Until I started boxing, I really didn't have self-confidence like that. I had like an ignorant form of self-confidence. There was more so fear. So wilding out and doing all this, so they would think that, you know, this and that. And I was just in such a deluded state of mind that, you know, it, it was just tough guy who's really weak and scared, thinking that he's scaring everybody else. Some of the stuff I did back then would be considered, you know, like, hey, we got to stay away from this guy. But most of it was just because I was afraid. I, I wanted to be left alone. And I'll tell anybody that. So I got so many fucking regrets. I can get real specific, and I will as the parts go on. But the biggest form of regret on this one is just not pulling the trigger. I mean, that's that, I guess that's going to be on all of them. But, you know, stuff didn't... You know, the stuff that a lot of people learned early in life I didn't learn until later and it's really cool and it sucks at the same time because I could be further along than where I am now but also when everybody's slowing the fuck down I'm just getting started I'm just hitting my prime and it's really cool because now everybody is their body's falling out of out of out of whack they're oh I'm old and we're not even that fucking old we're just in our late 20s Late 20s, mid 20s. And everybody is slowing down when I'm, I haven't even started speeding up yet. Not only that, I've been taking care of my body. I've been working out since I was 18. Like, for real, I didn't work out a day in my life. Okay, that's not true. Because I did trial for basketball. I did do cross country for like two weeks in high school just so I can get a pair of new shoes. Because I wouldn't get one otherwise. And, um, You know, I just, I'm just getting started. I'm just, I, haven't, I'm, I haven't even reached my prime. When is my prime going to be? In my 40s? Because I still look like I'm 19, 21 to most people. <laughs> my body is in, in getting in better shape. I feel like I'm just getting younger throughout the years. So I'm thankful <clears throat> because more than likely, my I would have, you know, hit that, that 
point and then my body would have, you know, maybe I might be like everybody else. Maybe I might look like your ideal 28, 27, whatever year old. But I don't. Maybe I might not have this youthful energy that that flows through me. Maybe I wouldn't have hope. One thing I really enjoy is Disney music. So there's a there's a there's a movie called Moana, and she's talking about what the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me. I love that song because it sounds so hopeful. All the music sounds so... There's a grand adventure. And they all say, fuck it, no matter what's going on, this is my destiny. And I'll sit there and watch it. Obviously, I got to watch it with Madison. But I sit there and I watch it and I'm just fucking lit up with motivation. And I, t- I listen to all that. And one day, like, I want to make a Disney song. I want a song to be on there. I want to do voice act. I have a friend named Kaylee who actually does that. Rest in peace, Bobby. That was his girlfriend. It was a situation with them, and he ended up taking his life. I miss you. I love you. I was just thinking about you the other day. And, um, you know, it just it just makes me want to go out there and get it. Contrary to popular belief, yeah, yeah, I listen to hip-hop and all that, but I listen to a lot of other shit, too. And, uh, you know, it, it, it motivates me in so many different ways. Because I'm from Germany, so I listen to that type of music. I listen to hip hop, rock, metal. That really motiv- that really makes me think about my teenage years. You know, it, it, you know, I just have this feeling of life through me. It's getting stronger as I get older. So there is no more regrets. I love the way I want to. I say what I want to. If it's gonna be a fight, I want everything coming to me. Everything I want coming to me, everything that's mine, give it to me. Good or bad, hot or cold, whatever. I remember getting on stage and doing this and doing that. And just, I remember all that. I was afraid. And I said, motherfuck you. I'm doing this anyway. And this fuck you attitude has me reaching levels I thought were just a dream. But don't worry, I got more regrets to share, but I don't have more regrets to to make. Not anymore. 